Welcome to the Healthy Family Project by Produce for Kids, covering the hot topics in the world of health, food, and family with a dose of fun. I really think that we could truly do an entire series on today's topic, keeping kids safe online. Um, that Maybe that'll be down the road. But I wanted to start small and simple. I know the thought of, of our kids moving into this digital world and being online is is really scary and can be overwhelming. So wanted to start simple with tips from a mom. Um, and she's also a digital family expert at the app Custodio. Um, it's an app that gives you the tools to help guide and monitor your kids online. Um, so I know there are a lot of tools out there today. So she is, is part of Custodio. Um, and her name is Teresa DeSuyo. So like I said, she's the mom. She's actually the mom of three kids, age 13, 11, and five. So she is definitely in the mix of the ages where digital devices and being online um, are are taking place on a, a daily basis. So Teresa believes in educating kids and openly discussing the good and the risks associated to digital devices um, in the internet um, so that they're able to biz- build resilience needed for today's technologically immersed world. That was a tongue twister. Um, so her app Custodio enables millions of families to filter out dangerous online content and activities and really, you know, do things like limit screen time um, and potentially avoid screen time addiction, do things like share locations. And, and we'll get into all of that. And really today, we're, we're going to talk about some functionality of what the app Custodio does, but um, we will really be providing tips in general about how to keep our kids safe online and really focusing in on communication, how to have those conversations, how to be on the same page and really you know, just walk through the steps with your child, um, understanding red flags and and how to kind of just like operate and live in in this space that's not going away. I mean, the digital space is gro- is only growing. It's not it's not going away. Um, so let's chat with Teresa and see how best we can embrace and foster healthy online activities. Welcome to the show, Teresa. Can you give us a little background on Custodio and how you got involved? Sure. Uh, Custodio was uh, founded in 2012, and it was uh, started by three uh, cybersecurity professionals, Eduardo Cruz, Josh Gable, and Josep Gaspar. They were working together and saw that uh, there was an opportunity um, in being able to protect children. Uh, There was this tidal wave of internet devices and potential problems that could come along with that. Uh, So they looked into visual things, data analytics software, and started to um, provide this to businesses. Um, And they thought that there would be an an opportunity to do something similar for parents to keep their children safe in this increasingly digital world. Um, So we they went went live with a beta um, version in 2011 and launched launched as a fully fledged uh, company in Q3 of 2012. Awesome. And I, I, you, I think you hit the nail on the head there with saying there was an influx of, of electronic devices. And I think as parents, we were, you know, we went from not much to a, a whole lot <laughs> all at once to, to juggle. So having something like Custodio available to parents, um, and we'll get into a little bit in, 
more into the functionality of it. And especially as you, as a parent, um, I know that, 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 you know, is kind of thrives a little bit behind your passion as well to protect these kiddos and families. Yeah, that's right. So you asked a little bit about how I got involved in them, uh, with them. Um, um, it actually came up sort of serendipitous, serendipitously, <laughs> excuse me, uh, <laughs> I was working for a company, also a company that was in its growth phase. And it was a gamified, gamified app for B2B and their training capsules. And um, in fact, we were um, um, capitalizing on the fact that people do touch their mobile phones uh, thousands of times a day. And I had a conversation with another another mother who also is working at Custodio uh, currently. And we were talking about her um, involvement with Custodio and it sort of piqued my interest. And she thought, well, this could be an opportunity for you to get involved. And because of all, all that content is online, that is online and me being a mother of three, it got me to thinking about the important role a company like Custodio does play in this reality where our kids are constantly bombarded by content as soon as they're given a device and put in and and uh, sort of behind this driver's seat let's say mm-hmm. um, of this very power- powerful um, piece of technology and we don't really give it a second thought right exactly it's 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 scary but it doesn't have to be right that's I think what you guys are are doing um, helping us as parents and families, feel more comfortable and have the tools to really make sure that we're on top of things. You know, it's, it's hard. We have so much to juggle as families. So, um, you know, uh, options like this are, are much appreciated. So, all right, so let's jump in. You're the, you're the expert here. So we have to ask no matter how much we try to fight it, which I feel like that's maybe the wrong way to put it because, Electronics don't have to be bad when handled correctly. Um, but today's kids are growing up surrounded by electronic devices and, you know, access to the internet. It's just everywhere. So while there are lots of benefits, there's also, um, I hate to say a dark side, um, for lack of a better word, to the web and that every parent wants to shield their child from. So how do you, what do you think? How do parents, especially if we're not super tech savvy, which is many of us, navigate the battle of, of online content? Hey, you just said that um, in, you framed that perfectly well, that there are plenty of benefits and we shouldn't be afraid of it, but, um, but we do want to get a handle of it. Um, it's just like um, teaching your child how to swim. We wouldn't throw them into the deep end. We'd start out uh, in a baby pool, giving them floaties then a donut, uh, then uh, another floaty, and teaching them along the, along the way better techniques from wading to doggy pedal to learning more sophisticated strokes. And I see that uh, in the same way of diving into the content of the internet, uh, uh, our role as parents to guide our children through um, the content, uh, not to just throw them in and expect that they're going to know what they're going to be um touch by or what they're going to counter, but rather uh, 
talk to them about the potential um, types of information they're going to find. They could be using it for uh, research, uh, helping them understand what's good information, what's bad information, understand what could be a trusted source versus a source that they might want to question. Look at more than one source before they decide what's the truth. Um, but a parent can't always be next to the child to, t- to talk them through this. So a solution like Custodio allows uh, parents to put the ground under our children's uh, feet as they get deeper and deeper in and until they can swim on their own um, in the space um, of this internet that's constantly being fed with content every single day and by professionals, uh, by experts, by novices, by children, by adults, by anyone who can get their hands on a device and can type or upload any type of information. Right. And does I that li- help? It does. And I like the way of looking at it, uh, the swimming, <laughs> that <laughs> it's kind of a little by little, you know, and I think that even my nine-year-old, she she got an iPad for Christmas and um, she has c- come upon some apps that she's wanted to download and she'll, I'll get a request on, on my phone to approve it. And even, you know, if I'm too busy or if I don't have time to take a look at it, I say decline for now or whatever it might be. And, and she gets mad, but I, I'll, I'll sit with her and say, well, what, what, talk to me about this app. You know, why do you want this app? What's, you know, and so just having a conversation about, um, you know, what, what you're getting into. And I know it does maybe take a little bit of extra time, um, to have those conversations, but I think making the time in small doses to learn together, um, and, and go through it together makes a lot of sense in the long run, like many things in life in, in the long run, it'll all, it'll be beneficial because you'll be doing these things together. Um, yeah. So, okay. So we can't be everywhere at once. Like you said, not, it's not realistic to be sitting beside your child at all times. Although my 13 year old, I, I would like to just sit beside her and <laughs> at all times. Um, but I guess you, you probably can't comb through every single website and online conversation that kids are involved in. Um, and, and like we said earlier, it's, it's not really feasible as much as we would like to put them in a bubble or as much as we would like to say, you're not having a phone, you're not having electronics, you're not having this app. Um, it's, that's probably not, not the right path either. Um, so how do we pass on the tools that help protect them from cyber predator, cyber predators, excuse me, or inappropriate content, how to know that they're, that maybe, you know, they're going down a path. It just, what are those, what, what can we share with them to help protect them? Um, well, I can tell you what we, um, well, first of all, like you said, those talking points are very important. So the most important tools are for children to gain the confidence and the digital preparedness to identify what content is appropriate, inappropriate, and know that they can talk to their parents and communicate that with them. Um, but if we're not around, um, we offer um a downloadable app um, that allows parents to um, monitor and filter uh, where their um, children are browsing, what apps are downloading, and uh, games that they're accessing. Um, and what most of our users, we have about two, two, two million users around the world, and what they most appreciate is this potential to filter. And what that means is you can select which categories um, are totally blocked 
So the scarier types of content like uh, violence or uh, riskier like gambling or even pornography, um, I hate to say it, but those kind of those pieces of contents are uh, content um, are out there right. and our children can find them or um, it can find them. So these filtering um, properties on Custodia allows parents to um, get the visibility into what types of um, apps or, or webs uh, children can access or not access or be alerted to um, the first time a child is accessing a specific um, category. And it doesn't have to be always be scary. There may be websites like shopping that we want to have our eyes on. Okay, they're going to this site, uh, this e-commerce site, and you want to approve or not approve um, when they are entering um, a site where they might potentially use your credit card. So uh, we give um, the reporting that's necessary for you to have these conversations with your children. And and I think we're going back to the same thing, just that open communication. You know, I hear yes. um, just conversations with different parents that, oh, yeah, they have that app. Yeah, so-and-so has that app. Yeah, okay. You know, and I'm thinking, you don't even know what it is. Like, are you talking about it? Or are you, you know, and again, I know we are all so busy and all of these things just add extra to our to-do list. But I think talking to your kids and the opportunity that Custodio provides to red flag those things or, you know, you're filtering or you're seeing where they're going. So you can kind of prepare to have those conversations because it's all out there. It is there. And like you said, it, they'll, they can find it or it can find them. And so just being able to have that open line of conversation to have, have that communication with your kids and talk openly about it is really important. So I do want to talk more about the capabilities of Custodio, but wanted to just briefly touch um, over the holidays, I saw a few different, I think like the morning shows were really talking about um, kids and screen time and it being truly an, it's looked at as an addiction, you know, that that potentially they, they need to be rehabilitated, you know, re-socialized um, after spending so much time just on these screens and having conversations between screens and not in real person. So so what are your thoughts on how to maybe not let it get to that point in managing screen time? And really, I know it's a battle helping kids understand why, you know, why it's important to to balance your time. Yeah, there, there are several things around that, Amanda, in terms of screen time. Um, it's not just the amount of time that children are spending um, connected, but also what they're doing during that screen time, not uh, not all screen time is equal. Um, the first step is talking to kids early um, and start with comfortable limits and that are age appropriate um, access. Uh, comfortable limits based on age. I have a six year old and I have an eleven and a thirteen year old, and each of them has uh, time allocated to them. Um, and I talk to each of them separately. And uh, so far, there aren't any big battles between. He gets to do more. She gets to do more. Why can't I do this or that? Um, obviously, there are normal level of complaints, but overall, <laughs> because we talk about it, or we did start talking about it before actually giving our six-year-old access a tablet, for example. Um, so in approaching it beforehand, rather than giving them the privilege and having to take it away from them after, um, 
we already talked about that it actually is a decision that we're coming together rather than it's your, it's your right to have access to this device. So I think that would be the first step so that we could we can um, be proactive about um, it not being a an addiction or it becoming a problem. Um, in situations where it could be a problem, um, maybe just taking it away for a day or two and having discussions about what they could potentially be seeing or what they have seen already. Um, because if they've already already give, been given that privilege and have come across something that's inappropriate at that moment, it's better to talk about it immediately than not. Um, now, if the communication channels aren't as uh, fluid as one would like, something like um, what we provide um does give you visibility into what apps they're looking at and how much time they're uh, spending on each of those. We can also, um, as a parent, use the controls to look at how much time and also uh, configure how much time a child or a teen can have access to specific specific apps. So um, it's better to nip it in the bud yes. and um, <laughs> not tre- treat it as their right but rather a decision that we're coming to together. And it is a privilege, uh, just as a car would be. It's just, it's a very powerful thing that we're putting into our children's hands. Yes, and I I am definitely on the same page. We have, and I will say, even if you are a parent who has not had a a time limit set up um, through, you know, through whatever way that you're able to set up your time limits on your children's devices. It's not too late because I know some people are like, oh my gosh, I'm too far down the path. You know, there's been no restrictions and now all of a sudden I'm, you know, restricting everything. But I think that sitting together again, here we go back to the open communication. And I found the same as you that deciding with both of my girls together, not in a heated, give me your device situation, but saying you have this amount of time allowed. After that amount of time, your device will, these will close out. And then we talk about it, you know, well, I don't think I need more time. Well, why do you need more time? You know, why do you think you need more time? Here's how many hours in the day. Here's how many hours you're you know, you're doing this. And so I think treating them, you know, hearing them out and listening. um, And then whenever things, it is time for things to shut down, they know, they know, all right, I've reached my hour, whatever it might be. And um, I know that that was what my time limit was. And I knew how I I had to decide how I wanted to use my time. Um, I will say my older daughter, though, um, there'll be times when she, because like I said, it's, you know, we can't escape electronics. She has apps for school. Her teachers send messages through certain certain apps. She'll have a group project where she needs to video conference. Um, and so she will come to me and she's been really good about coming to me and saying, my time limit is up. Here's what I need it for. Will you accept an extra 30 minutes, 15 minutes? And I'll sit here in the common space, you know, so she knows, I feel like when she comes to me and presents it in that way, I feel like, okay, my hard work is paying off (laughs) because she's coming and presenting her case. (laughs) 
Yeah, that's true. These conversations are important. And I have to say that most of the time they do go well in our household, but sometimes I get those looks, Mm -hmm. the eyes rolling, (laughs) and I just have to stick to my guns and say, this is better for her. And (laughs) I know it it is hard sometimes. Well, and so that kind of, so, I mean, you're you're an, kind of an expert in this area, so it's great to get a lot of these tips. But um, I did want to talk about um, Custodio for a minute so that you can have the opportunity to tell listeners really how the app works and the features of the app and, and everything about it. Because I think that just this monitoring all of the screen time and looking at apps and looking at for, you know, we have a lot of single parents. We have a lot of grandparents that are looking after kids. You know, we have whoever it might be. And we're, again, we're busy. We're working. We're getting food on the table. So I think um, if you can kind of roll through how your app really can help um, streamline all of this, that would be awesome. Sure. So, um what we do, we give, um, the most important thing that we do is give, is to give parents visibility and take control of what content, um, is available on the internet and how our children are engaging with that. And how you, we do that is by offering a monitoring, filtering, and blocking, uh, blocking capabilities in terms of content and categories. Um, we give visibility on what they access and time. Um, parents um, or adults in a child's life can control games and apps. And uh, there's location tracking, a panic button if that were necessary for a child. Um, and YouTube has been in the news as of late. We also found that parents requested that. So we developed a YouTube monitoring tool that allows um, parents to see what search terms um, ch- uh, children are are inputting and also what you are which URLs uh, they're looking at uh, there's also um, the reporting which is quite powerful and this is what most parents uh, appreciate you get the reporting on again all the information that I mentioned above in terms of categories content time um, how much time your child is spending and what times of day so in this way you can have a quick snapshot on a daily basis or on a weekly basis and have those conversations um, as they relate to what you found um, on the report. So talk to me just a little bit about the app. So you would have the app, the parent or guardian would have the app on their phone and then also install on the child's phone too, correct? That's right. That's a great question. So you download um, the app either onto your desktop or your mobile device, and you can access it from any one of those um, pieces of technology or devices where you have, um, and then you access with your own account um, information, and then you connect the different devices that you want to protect. Um, You can try it for free. And that allows you to try one device and and any of the premium plans um, is on a subscription basis. And um, you can protect five or more devices. Um, And uh, this month of February, uh, we are official supporters of Safer Internet Day, which um, was on February 11th. 
And uh, we are happy to have um, anyone listening to join the custodial family and um, to incentivize that. Aside from being able to try it for free, once you're ready to upgrade to a premium plan, um, you just need to use the code SPEAKUP15 in order to enjoy a 15% discount until March 15th. Wonderful. Well, that is great. We definitely need that day <laughs> um, in, around so that we can can all be aware as has just people in general. Um, and we will include that promo code in the show notes and we'll link up to the app um, and we can link up to everything over there. So in case you're driving, I know a lot of people are commute listeners. Um, So if you're driving and you don't have um, anywhere to write that down or take notes, then you can always access all of our links and info in the show notes. Um, And before we close out, I do want to ask you um, a question. Of course, I've been asking all of the guests um, who have been, who have been on the healthy family project and there's no right or wrong answer. It's just really interesting. We have such a diversity of of guests on the show. What do you think it means to be a healthy family? Well, I would say there are three things I would focus on or that I even focus on in my own family. And um, that would be finding balance that's both on and offline, finding Mm -hmm. those moments to uh, share together and also be a model for your children and showing that there is a balance that we can enjoy healthy habits online as well as offline. Um, The second would be constant conversations um, and shared mealtimes. Those mealtimes are so important. It's just one hour a day that we get in our household, at least, because we are all quite busy, but putting technology down, taking any noise away from the table, even toys away from the table, Mm -hmm. to just listen to each other and just share what happened in the day. The mundane is so fantastic to talk about. It is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And just being being present. It stresses out to be bored. It's okay to be bored. It's okay to talk about normal things. Yes. Uh, Yes. We don't have to be overloaded. It's amazing. Be present. Be present with our families and be present in life and in all of it. So thank you. I feel like you have given us a lot to, to think about today and a lot of great tips. And I am grateful for apps like Custodio to help us busy parents stay on top of everything and have everything in one spot. And I guess before we we close out, can you let everyone know where they can find you and connect and learn more about Custodio? Absolutely. So that's Custodio with a Q, Q Q-U-S-T-O-D-I-O at custodio.com. We are also on Instagram, uh, instagram.com, Custodio HQ and facebook.com slash custodio so look forward look forward to seeing you all on any of those sites and you're welcome to learn more about us about us on the blog and follow us on social uh, media wonderful thank you for joining us today Teresa. thank you amanda let's definitely keep this topic going over in our healthy family project facebook group we've had some great conversations going on over there and i would love to hear if you have tips hacks or personal experiences around this topic we're just in there sharing, hoping to help each other, um, you know, navigate this 
parenting space. If you haven't joined the Facebook group, you can just go to the show notes and find the link there if you want to click straight through or just search Healthy Family Project on Facebook. Once you have sent a request to join, it is a private group, but once you send the request, I can grant you access. Um, Also, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover that we haven't covered yet, you can share it in the comments here um, or you can share it in the Facebook group. We're always interested in feedback from listeners, of course. And as you may know, we have new easy, healthy and delicious recipes going up weekly on produceforkids.com. Most have been tested in my own kitchen with my own family. Um, So definitely have my stamp of approval. If you ever have any questions on any of those recipes, you can always ask ask in the Facebook group um, or tweet me or Instagram me in one of those ways. If you like the Healthy Family Project, please tell a friend, um, pass it on, leave us a rating. It will only help our visibility so we can continue to create a healthier generation. And like I said, if you want to tweet with me direct, I'm at Amanda M. Kiefer on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Produce for Kids on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Talk soon. (laughs) 